Hello everyone, this is Sonali Mangal and welcome to another episode of Learn, Educate, Discover. On this podcast, we invite people from different professions on each of our episodes and we ask them a range of questions to try and understand what their job is all about. The goal of this podcast is to try and educate our listeners about as many different kind of jobs as we can so that someone listening to the show can decide does a certain job sound interesting to them and if yes, how do they go about exploring it further. Now on today's episode, we'll be sharing a discussion from our Just Connect podcast where we share tips and suggestions for how you can build and grow your network. And in this particular discussion, we have a very, very simple and easy to follow tip that you can start applying immediately. So I hope you enjoy it. And now let me play that episode. Hello everyone, I'm your host Sonali Mangal and welcome to another episode of the Just Connect podcast by Learn, Educate, Discover, where we'll be sharing tips and suggestions for how you can build and grow your network. And on our show today, our guest is Karthik Parija, who is the co-founder of a really interesting startup called Adori Labs, which is trying to reimagine audio. And we'll be talking more about that during the episode itself. And Karthik has done a lot of really interesting things over the course of his career. He was a member of Technical Staff Sciences Division at Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which is a part of NASA. So yes, that was really interesting. That was for four years from 1995 to 1999. After that, he started his own company called Excel Internet in India for about a year or so. Then he got into venture capital. He was the co-founder and managing director of a VC fund called Zephyr Management, which was focused on startups in India. And then after that, he decided to get back into the world of startups. And today we see him as the co-founder of Adori Labs. On the episode today, you'll find that Karthik shares a great way to build your network, which is that if you can act as a connector for people around you, it's a great way to add value to them as well as to build your own network. So I hope you enjoy today's discussion. And without further ado, let's welcome Karthik. Karthik, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sonali. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time. And as I understand, you're in Bangalore right now in India. That's right. Um, Adori Labs is a very small startup and uh, we raised a small angel around last year. And uh, I sort of spent time between uh, Santa Clara and Bangalore where our five member team is distributed. Uh Um, So I get to uh, sort of live in two countries at the same time. Very cool. And we can hear the lovely, amazing sounds of the traffic in Bangalore in the background. So they're adding to the backdrop right now. Thank you. Yes, Bangalore is always under construction. So uh, if you don't hear honks or uh, a big digger truck dumping some dirt around the corner, you know you're not in Bangalore. Yeah, absolutely. And you're working on this really interesting startup called Adori Labs, which is trying to reimagine audio. And audio, I'm guessing, has a soft spot for pretty much any listener of a podcast. So, and I remember you mentioned that for anyone who listens to this episode using your app, they might have a very different experience. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, thank you. Um, this is this is really cool because uh, I'm preaching to the choir, this audience uh, He's probably listening to it on an iTunes or a podcatcher um, somewhere. And uh, what we're trying to do is is kind of reimagine that experience a little bit. Yes, so our app, which is called Adori on the App Store uh, for iOS right now, uh, we will cross-post this podcast um, with Sonali's help. Uh, and whenever she's ready to post it on iTunes, we'll take this and post it on the app. And what you will see 
is hopefully some supplementary information that flashes on your screen um, as we are speaking that is relevant to the content and sort of creates these micro moments, hopefully a thought in your head or a clip or a bookmark that you want to make or something that we both are saying and, and there's a relevant link for it. Usually these are found offline in, in notes or um, you know links or medium blogs talking about the podcast, but we just want to sort of bake them inside the audio. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, please check it out on the Adori app and uh, you know we will uh, we'll take it from there and hopefully we'll find a way to get some feedback from you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, is, do you have a Twitter account or an email ID where people can send any comments yes. if they have any? Yes. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, beta at adorilabs.com, B-E-T-A at A-D-O-R-I-L-A-B-S.com. And my Twitter ID is Karthik Parija, K-A-R-T-I-K-P-A-R-I-J-A or adorilabs at adorilabs. So um, any one of these places is, is good to reach us. And we're very much in public beta um, we're uh, humble about our mistakes, but uh, we are on to something very, very interesting. And hopefully uh, listeners of LED will be part of it. All right. Brilliant. Yes, hopefully we all will be part of it. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the time when audio becomes way more pervasive and way more engaging than it is today. But uh, moving on then, let's talk about how people can build and grow their network. So Karthik, before you share with us your suggestions for how people can build a network, can you share your thoughts on whether you think someone's professional network is, is important? This is a very good question. I've, I've probably um, evolved this answer over time. I've now, I'm approaching about 20 years of uh, professional career. And I think that as I have... Uh, matured through this journey, my answer to this question has, has changed and I'm, I'm probably most comfortable right now with where I am. Uh, absolutely, it does, it does matter. Um, I also think that there is a blurring of lines between professional, family, friends. Um, as we blur the lines between distances and content and formats and the way we connect with each other, um, I think that everybody's out to help somebody if they can. Um, and right now I've probably got as much help professionally from my personal network and a lot of personal help from my professional network. So I find it hard to, to sort of, uh, draw these lines anymore. Mm. Uh, having said that, um, absolutely. I do think it's very, very important. Um, so there's, there's a, there's a little bit of an edge when you talk about professional networks, there's a little bit of dirtiness to this word about networking or, right. or, you know, sort of mining your network. It, it sounds very uh, sort of gold diggerish, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's it can be uh, a fair weather thing, like they call a fair weather fan. You know, it it shouldn't be used only when you absolutely need help. And I think the way to really do effective networking is to take out the IOU from it uh, mm-hmm. by just sort of uh, you know focusing on how you can be helpful. Um, and and that's part of my journey, I think, in networking over the especially the last sort of. 10 years, I would say, uh, I spent over 10 years as a VC. And in the last five years, you know, I was a general partner of a fund that I had started. And I, you know, you really have to get to know people because they have to trust you with your money and you're going to give that money to other people that those people don't know. So there's a lot of, you know, trust in that relationship. And I think that that has impacted the way I look at networking. And I'll be happy to go uh, into some examples, but um, you know, yeah. I don't. I, I want. I want you to you to ask my your questions first. So uh, no, absolutely. Can you share examples of how your network has helped sure. you? Yeah, sure. Um, 
So, so I'll build on the earlier point I made. I think that the way I sort of connect with people or connect people these days is pretty much just trying to find out whether some dot in my network um, has something in common or some resonance with another dot in my network. And if I, if I meet them or, or happen to be in touch with them, I generally sort of proactively offer a suggestion and I leave it up to them to take it forward. This could be a double blind introduction that might actually connect, but I sort of run this by them and say, hey, you know what, I know this person who's doing something here or it needn't even be in the same field. They just might have a common interest or I think that they are just two people who would like to know each other. And I just sort of say, hey, I think that you should you should take me up on my offer to meet this person. There's no agenda and, you know, see what happens. And I'm happy to stay in the process uh, till you guys connect and then back out. And, you know, wonderful. If it works out, if you need help, let me know. And that's that's worked out really well. Um, and it, it seems a little selfless, but I don't think it is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm from too much of a capitalist to know that. Uh, I think that. In the end, I think that is, but I do believe in sort of the, what, what you, you know, what you give comes right back to you. And where this has helped me is that connections that I have made and completely forgotten about, uh, like years later have come back and, and helped me in ways probably 10x or 100x more than just connecting those two people. One such example is, um, you know, when I, I connected, um, uh, I connected somebody who works in audio like maybe five, six years ago to an advertising executive that I knew who sort of had a passion for audio but never could like do anything about it. Stuck in a rut doing something that, you know, they necessarily didn't want to do. You know, how many of us have that story, right? And, um, you know, I had completely forgotten this was, this happened, um, between two cities, this person in the advertising business was in Bombay in India at that time. And this other person was European in Germany. And I had met this person on a train <laughs> in, in Europe like seven or eight years ago. Wow. Uh, incredible musician, you know, and, and uh, you know, and also a techie and sort of this incredible like nomad like person who traveled around the world and, you know, just sort of picked up his backpack and did stuff. And, uh, you know, two or three years later, I knew this advertising person from even earlier. And I had mentioned this meeting with this person on a train. And I said, you know what, you, you really should take inspiration from this nomad musician who does okay. these amazing things. And he seems very happy. And I think that you guys will bond over your love for music. Mm-hmm. And you should just, uh, you know, you should just, just connect with this person. So I, I, I set up an email introduction I was probably copied on the first couple of emails and the classic BCC happens. Yeah. Uh, I step out, you know, which is good for my inbox uh, and, <laughs> and I'm grateful for that. And then, you know, five, six years passed in about 2014, these two people start a business together. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm hopeful that we will actually get to Adorify, what we call doing to your audio, we Adorify uh, your audio to be more interactive. And I'm hoping that one day, um, and this was their idea, that they would actually adorify the kind of work they're doing around music for brands and audio for brands. It's, it's, it's just fascinating stuff. And, you know, this, uh, this just happens. And this is just one of many stories. I've also been on the other side of this where, 
somebody who has a larger network than I do or just is older, wiser, which is pretty much most people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are, are just like just come out and help and say, hey, you know what, you should talk to this person. Yeah. Uh, and and it's just amazing how that works out. And I think this is a whole this whole concept of entropy in the universe and, you know, empathy. I think it just it's just a good way to lead life. Um, and just by removing the oh, God, I actually introduced you to somebody. Do you remember now? How can I cash in completely sort of ruins that that um, experience? Right. Right. Does that does that sort of answer your question? Oh, it does. Yeah. And I and I really like this idea of introducing two people that you know who who may or may not be able to help each other or just you know learn something from each other, but you sort of make that introduction, and then who knows where yeah. that relationship goes. And that I, I, and I think. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just I was I was going to jump in with another example, but uh, um, you know I think that I've also witnessed this. Paying back in spades or, or karma coming right back at you. Um, and I have another example. Should I get into that? Yeah, yeah, please. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm not going to mention names here, but, um, you know, I, I, used to, I used to work for um, uh, a venture capital fund in, in which one of, our, one of the partners that we did a joint venture with was this, this wonderful, incredibly empathetic human being who runs a great business and is also a... a uh, you know, a fantastic person. And and one of his things in life was to wake up really early in the morning. He was a busy guy, classic New Yorker guy. He'd wake up really early in the morning uh, because, you know, he's, he just, you know, New York, you just wake up early, you go to yeah. go to work and, you know, you fill up your day. Um, it's probably, you know, he runs a, runs a big business. So obviously his calendar is full. Yeah. Um, you know, his secretary is just sort of going nuts trying to manage all the people that's trying to meet him, either raise money or, or, or get advice or, or whatever else. And so he is to somehow find half hour uh, way early in the morning. And, and in New York, way early is way early, <laughs> um, like 7.30, uh, 7, 7.30 and say, okay, my day starts at 8. I'm going to have no time for anybody. But I'm going to try and meet a young person in life every day between 7 or 7.30. Uh, whether it's kids of my of my friends, a recent college grad, somebody earlier in their career who has taken the trouble to try and meet this person. Um, and he says, well, the only I don't want to say no, because, you know, these people get bombarded all the time. But if they can make it to my office at 7 a.m. or 730 on a weekday, uh, I can give them half an hour. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I have no idea what will come of it. I have no idea if there's a fit to the kind of question they're asking. They might have cold called me. They might have asked their parent for a, for a warm intro, whatever. It doesn't matter. If they can make it at that time, I will give them my full attention for half hour. And, um, I, you know, this used to drive the rest of the firm nuts because, you know, they would rather get that half hour yeah. again for the firm. Right. I mean, if somebody's coming in, they're like, excellent. We just got from a nine hour day. We just went to nine and a half hours. Right. But that's not how this person wanted to to make. So he did this on the down low for a long time. And um, when I was associated with him, I, I happened to be in New York that that particular day. And it was a meeting that he had with somebody uh, fairly, I would say, three or four years out of business school, uh, trying to get into the VCPE business like lots of people like to do. Um, and um, this person also had a personal problem in their life and they had to sort of deal with it. And he had talked to this person that morning, came back and talked to me 
and said, hey, you know, I think you guys could be helpful because this is a person who could probably relocate to another geography where you guys know some people. And if you could sort of help this person, maybe that personal problem might go away just by distance. And he didn't get really get into the details, but I knew that I was in a position to help. And, and we did. And you know, it was something really, really small. It wasn't a big deal. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, like, again, fast forward, uh, this, you know, the, the gentleman that who, who takes the time to do this uh, was raising a new fund. And there was a massive, a massive LP commitment, let's say north of, uh, you know, $100 million into this fund hmm. that came in from a brand new institutional relationship. And it was a very exciting moment for the firm, for the fund. Um, and, and you know how this happened? It happened, if you trace that path back, it happened because the person who made the commitment into the fund, the new relationship, the institutional head, had a young associate who had sourced this deal, this fund to put this money into, uh, which is this gentleman's fund, and had said, you know what, I've got this lead. I think this is a great fund for us to sort of get some exposure into the emerging markets, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that associate sort of made this introduction. And then the, 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 the leader of that firm obviously took it forward. And that associate was best friends with this young person, uh, had, you know, in college. And they had disconnected. They met at a wedding. And that's how And he, this, this person who, need, who got the help said, you know what? I know this, this amazing, this gentleman who has this fund and you are working at this emerging market institutional, you know, sort of LP type place. You, would you like me to make an introduction? And six months later, there's a $100 million commitment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cheapen the story by making it all about money. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, you know, there was no agenda. This yeah. person just met this person at between 7 and 7.30, got somebody in his network to help this person. It was a very small thing that we did. And uh, it just worked out. And yeah. I think that if, you, if we all look back, we will have at least 10 stories like this. It starts with our parents. It starts with our friends. Um, and I have this theory about networks. I'm a math guy, so I love networks. You know, mm. I, I think of them as graphs and, and nodes and edges on, on this ever-expanding uh, thing that we build for about 70, 80 years of our life. Right? I mean, if you look at it, we were born and we inherited a biological network. We had no sort of say in this matter, for good or bad. <laughs> and then you, know, you go to a, a school um, and you form this sort of classmates network and lifelong friends network and a teacher network. And then you go out into the world and you form a career network. Um, then you get, you know, you find a partner, you might settle down, you might have children, may not have children, but essentially there's another sort of addendum to the biological network. And, and then these things all blur. And then you just essentially find the nodes and edges that make sense for you, but they shouldn't be just for you. They should be also for the rest of the world because for most of your early part of your career, you were receiving the favors of those who are benefactors. And I think it's your your job to sort of return the, to pay it forward. Absolutely. Karthik, this was actually wonderful. 
because i i think you're really flipping the traditional way of thinking about networking on its head where i think everyone the, the reason why networking is is a slightly dirty word and the reason why a lot of people are also like shy from doing it is because it's considered as this thing where you're trying and asking for things from various people so you're trying to connect with people solely for the purpose of getting something back but you sort of flip that on its head where you're saying that hey just like forget about what you're going to get just just like help people and connect them where you think two people can you know help each other in any way and then you know who knows what will happen and clearly from the examples you've shared if you keep on doing this what goes around comes around absolutely sadly absolutely i think just flipping that that was a nice way to put it um yeah. and i think you know in my professional career again i have prisms of either tech investing as a vc or or as a person building a business um you know it's been the best the, the, the vcs the investors um the entrepreneurs i admire the most or end up admiring the most uh, over a longer period of time um i think is are the people who who just naturally give more than they take mm-hmm. um and and there's two little finer points i want to make about this i i talked about this how we even in our early parts of our life are usually generally on the receiving end of 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 health and that we should pay it forward as we believe we have a network one of the things that i also realized is that there is no harm in actually offering to help somebody who you think has everything um so you know you also tend to meet people as you as you get older you tend to meet people that have done this whatever you're doing 20 years longer than you have and 20 times better uh, and then you sort of you ask yourself uh, there's aspiration in that in that relationship you want to sort of try and get to where they they have and so usually a lot of networking is about sort of shortcutting do i need 20 years to reach where this person is what can i what can i get can i short circuit any of these or is that a path that shorter than to make me get there in 10 and i think that's a very short uh, short game play you have to play the longer game here i think that it's even more interesting when you can actually come into that relationship and say how can i help you uh, knowing that you actually probably are on the on the wrong side of the mm-hmm. delta here in mm-hmm. terms of even offering anything that this person may or may not have access to whether it's network uh, wealth uh, connections power whatever whatever rocks your boat right mm. so um i think that but i've realized that there are many things that that person might still get out of you and it's a remarkable way to actually get get a lot of you know understand your own self esteem because it, i don't think there's any need to say oh my god that person has achieved so much they're older wiser better connected i can't help them in any way not true absolutely not true Hmm. Um and you- I have one one last example about yeah. this one. So um again um I was witness to a a meeting uh between absolute fly on the wall fantastic fly on the wall moment I I must have spoken maybe 20 words in that in that 45 minute long meeting between two I would say leaders in their field one was an exceptionally successful entrepreneur global standing uh, and the other one was uh, the same gentleman who uh you know who had helped this younger person yeah. uh sort of you know leader of a large fund and they had the meeting was was not really uh, had an agenda of trying to get to some sort of next steps or goal it was about two people meeting for the first time they they had discovered that they had something in common um their kids went to the same college and stuff like that and they just thought that uh it would be good to meet because 
the person who made the introduction, again, not me here, had thought that these two people should should meet in this corner of the world. And uh, because I had helped facilitate the meeting, I was uh, invited to sort of listen in, uh, which was my privilege. Um, and if you if you look at that meeting uh, from the outside, it looked like the the, the entrepreneur with global standing uh, was operating uh, at a level where he could possibly be more helpful to uh, a fund leader, right? I mean, just just from a, from a mm-hmm. age, wisdom, power point of view, whatever you want to say. So this gentleman of the fund who was talking to this person, they had a great conversation, and I, it was an hour long meeting. And at forty at the forty fifth minute, he sort of stopped and he said, uh, Mr. So-and-so, you know, you were so kind to give me this time to invite me to your office, explain to me how you built this business. Uh, as you know, I'm American, I have a fund, uh, I look at opportunities, but this is more than that. And I, you know, I am your guest, so I have no idea how to repay you. I hope there's some way for me to be helpful. But at this point, the only gift I can give you is one of time, because I know your calendar is insane everybody wants to meet you in in 10 minutes your secretary is going to knock on the door and come and remind you of your next meeting so i'm going to cut this meeting short right now and i'm going to walk away with my colleagues (laughs) and just give you 10 more minutes to just have a moment grab a cup of coffee maybe uh call your wife uh you know call your kids whatever you want to do because uh, that's the only thing i can give you and i have not seen uh somebody's face light up uh, like that i mean this person has as much money as, as you want in their bank accounts. They're on a successful business. Yeah. They're on television all the time advising people. And this person came in supposedly on the wrong side of the power equation and said, I'm giving you the gift of time. <laughs> and I, I think that just, you know, these touches, they, they might seem not like networking. I guarantee you that this is possibly the most memorable meeting that person had that right. year. Right. No, absolutely. Um, and, and later on, you know, they probably did interesting things together because uh, in a series of 500, 700 meetings over, you know, six months when you're running a public company to stand out um, is definitely good networking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is such a wonderful example. And it also shows, right, like it's just about thinking out of the box, maybe, because it's very easy to think that hey, you know what, what am I going to help with this amazing person who's already achieved so much more than I have? But if you think slightly more about it and be a little bit creative, you can find something. Like the answer is so simple here, right? The gift of time. So yeah. Really nice Exactly. Example. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I think I think there's plenty of examples. We'll all think of so many, hopefully, mm-hmm. when we when we talk about this and your listeners might give you some feedback too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great. All right. Thank you so much, Karthik. And... All the best with your startup Adori Labs. Thank you very much. If you're listening to this on the Adori Labs app, which is called Adori, you'll be able to actually click and give feedback to Sonali. You'll be able to see a little bit more about me, about her, um, and some of the things that we talked about as you listen. So do give it a whirl. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Karthik. Thank you. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Alright, I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and if you enjoyed today's discussion as much as I did, you should subscribe to the podcast. Simply go to our website at www.learneducatediscover.com and in fact, over there you'll also find episodes from our other podcast, Learn, Educate, Discover, which has discussions with people from various professions such as a product manager from LinkedIn, an investment banker from Deutsche Bank, 
consultants from McKinsey and AT Carney, product marketing manager from Facebook, UX researcher from Airbnb, and many, many others. So do check out our website. And in fact, over there, you can also subscribe for our newsletter. So check out the website at learneducatediscover.com. If you have any questions, you can email us at hello at learneducatediscover.com. You can tweet at us at LED underscore curator and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash learn educate discover. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and for your time. And until the next one, bye-bye.